Dot College Football Experience Week Eleven Preview and Picks Episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a free hundred dollar bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. To Charlottesville, Virginia, take on the Wahoos. Patty sees Tony Elliott. Boy, I shouldn't even ask him. He's got Pitt. Or he's got he's got Virginia winning by six touchdowns. Nick. Oh man. Uh, Pitt's laying four and a half, and that's always scary to do with Pat Narduzzi. I really feel like he's the offensive play caller. When you watch Pitt football, it it just seems like he's the offensive play caller. Because yeah. I, I, I the has like seven hundred rushes a, a game. Um, I'm gonna lay the four and a half with Pitt, Nick. I want to take the points actually, and and maybe this is just me getting cute, but I do think. I mean, first off, this is a shitty game. Like, geez, <laughs> this is a shitty game, and and I'm an ACC guy, but um, I just think it's gonna be a very low scoring game, and I'm gonna ride with another home dog to at least cover. Patty C, you going money line? Uh, I'm not. I'm going Pitt actually, but let me tell you this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All week he's been telling me we were sitting there on the couch for <laughs> three hours team. saying about hey t- Tony, let's turn that corner, <laughs> turn in that corner. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Here's what I like about UVA. Right, they stopped being friggin' cute. Right, Brandon Armstrong rolling out of the pocket on third and eight and just burying his head in the chest uh, r- of a fucking defender and running for four yards. <laughs> and, yeah, right. No running for fucking touchdowns last week and keeping it close against North Carolina. Right. UVA's defense is pretty solid. Actually. Yeah. yeah they, well, they well, they went, no, they went and got the, the DC from air force. Who's a beast. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. He's a good uh, defense. Yeah, coordinator. Yeah, yeah. I forget his yeah. name too. Uh, UVA is Kansas state. It's freshman football team. That's where UVA is you right now. You are really they're being playing good defense, and now they have a mobile quarterback that's willing to put his head down. Mm. Okay, and they have nothing else. Okay, I thought you said you were laying the points. Yeah, no, I'm saying they're good, <laughs> but Abana Canada is going to run wild on them. I'm confused. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying UVA is getting better, but four okay. points, four points. Come on, they they are struggling. Let's be honest. What you just said <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <laughs> At no point in your rambling, incoherent <laughs> response were you even close to anything this that could be considered a rational Probably thought. warranted at this point. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Okay. I award you no points, <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. We're all on pit. Okay, fuck you. Let's go. Uh, JMU. Boy, Nick, I locked up JMU last week. That was... A mistake. I was on Louisville. 
JMU minus seven and a half at ODU. Oh, man. I think you're an idiot if you don't take ODU to come. I think I have to take ODU, really. Yeah. Give me I'm ODU. I'm and- taking JMU. <laughs> Dude, have I you been watching? They write the ship here. Battle of Virginia. ODU is really struggling of late. I mean, JMU is struggling too, though, man. They are, but that ODU <laughs> offense is completely inept. 105th <laughs> in the country. Maybe they shouldn't have fired their offensive coordinator a couple weeks before no, the season. Didn't he? Re- he resigned. Whatever he happened. Resigned. I don't know what happened. Right. You know, but. But, uh, All I, right, I got, you convinced me. Give me JMU. I, I thought about locking up JMU <laughs> minus seven and a half. I'm not going to, but I think this is a get right game where they remind us that they are a pretty good team. And I'm, this is what well, actually, this is more of a fade, a fade ODU play than it is JMU. So uh, I think you sold me on it. Give me JMU right. minus seven and a half. Patty C. Look, and if Centeno is healthy, then sure, they're going to dominate ODU. But if they're. I mean, here's the other thing. I, re- I read a stat that some of the defenses that JMU's been playing over the last few weeks have been elite, and so it's made their offense look cookie cutter. They're running this like they're doing the UVA offense where they're only throwing fades and running little inside read option shit. Um, it, it's completely predictable and terrible to watch. I can't do it until I see Santeo healthy. So I'm on the Monarchs. Going ODU, ULM heads to Atlanta. Take on Georgia State. Never fade a ba- uh, bowed in a big game last week. ULM did find a way to get that dub against Texas State. Uh, they're catching thirteen and a half in hot Atlanta. What are we doing here, NC Nick? You know, I, in general, I found myself on a lot of of heavy road dogs, which maybe isn't a good sign. But I just think ULM has has shown some signs of life and. Yeah, they might be three and six on the year, but they're not. I mean, they're not that far off. They lost by seven to South Alabama and Coastal Carolina. Uh, they beat Louisiana Lafayette. I'm gonna take the points. I'm taking the points too. The Bowden philosophy, Patty. See what are you doing? I mean, it is a uh, a rule as old as time. Uh, the win against Texas State, good, but. Georgia State, the same exact team they were last year. The same fucking team. <laughs> Struggle for the first four weeks of the season and get right for the rest of the season. This game's in Atlanta. I think they win big. I am on Georgia Southern or Georgia State. I made the mistake again. Sorry, yeah. Panthers fans. Sorry, Eagles Jeez. fans. <laughs> Georgia State. Don't worry. Apparently, it's not a rivalry. It's one of these things that ESPN tries to force down our throat. Um, next up, well, we have Lamar, New Mexico State going on. There's no line on that now. New Mexico State already cashed the over. Come to the land down under. That's what we do. Um, Rice at Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky's laying thirteen and a half points. This is a tough one. This is a very tough one. I'm taking Rice in the points, but man, the Hilltoppers have been money lately. Nick, what are you doing? That was my initial reaction as well. I mean, Rice can make a bowl game if they win this, you know. But no, seriously, this is not a money line play. Western Kentucky wins. The bigger question is, can they cover? You know what? I'm going to flip here. Actually, I'm going to go Western Kentucky to cover mm, Hilltoppers. How do you see what are you doing? Um, Western Kentucky has, you know, put up some big points out of a couple points in this season, including last week's 59 to seven win against Charlotte on the road. That said, I think that's a little bit of an overreaction. And I think rice has been a good team all year. So 13 points is too many. I'm on the owls on the road. 13 and a half. 13 and a half. Hook. Give me that hook. Temple heads to Houston, Texas. 
where Houston's still alive to make the AAC championship. But they did give up a hundred. What did Joe Biden say? Hundred million kajillion. Dude, you need to get that soundbite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Temple's <laughs> catching twenty. I'm laying the twenty. I'm taking the twenty. I'm considering <laughs> locking it up. They're alive. To, they still have something to play for. Houston. Yeah. I'm well, first off, I was I went back and looked at some of our, our over under plays this year. I was the only one that was over on Temple two and a half wins. <laughs> I was on the under on Houston though. All right, talk to me. Uh, All right? Me and you both were okay. The, the 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 third person on this on this podcast was not. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I'm taking the points. I mean, I did. I don't know, man. I think it's too many. My problem is, is like. They they gave up how many to UCF again? Fifty. It was seventy. Seventy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Houston just gave up seventy-seven to SMU. I know, but this is a far trip, man. I don't know. I'm laying the twenty. I'm laying the twenty. Yeah, you know, I, I I mentioned a few weeks ago that Temple can can cover at home, but when they go down the south, they usually get beat badly. <laughs> I'm well, not gonna lock, but I'm still I'm still gonna take the points. Well, let me ask you this uh, on Temple's schedule, who has represented a similar level of competition to Houston? We got Duke, Lafayette, Rutgers, UMass, Memphis, UCF, Tulsa, and Navy. Memphis, Memphis has, uh, I think Houston's better than Memphis though. Houston is better than Memphis. Yeah. Okay. Is Houston anywhere close to Duke or uh, UCF? No, no. <laughs> well, either Somewhere way, Somewhere in between there, all They're not th- that much better than Memphis either better, all, but not that much better. Yeah. All three of those teams cover twenty points, and I'm taking Houston to cover twenty. But Temple is getting better; they're improving. They are. I like Stan Drayton; he's doing a good job this year. So, um, fifty-four points last week. Pretty good. Pretty good offense there. Well, UMass heads to Jonesboro, Arkansas. He's shittiest game of the week by far. <laughs> UMass is catching seventeen. In Jonesboro against your boy Patty C. Butch Jones, uh, these teams are a combined three and fifteen. Uh, but the Minutemen are getting seventeen, and I think it's I'm going to lay the seventeen with Arkansas State. I think Arkansas State's going to. I think they're just a better team offensively. I'm laying the points. Nick, what are you doing? I guess I took the points. I mean, I don't fucking know. Give me the points. I'm taking the points too. <laughs> Northeast football's back. Independent football's back. The hook is baiting me. I'm on the Minutemen. Oh man, Nebraska! Prove Minutemen yourself. Yes, you that's go. right. I will always ride. Well, this is a look ahead spot because the JFK Bulls next week. <laughs> <laughs> that was Patty C's best line ever. I think. Yeah. I feel like. Wait, was that was that UMass against SMU or no, UMass? A and M. Okay. They play at A and M because they're going down to Texas. Yeah. yeah. It's the, it's the, the JFK poor, Bull. Yeah, that's right. They're gonna get their heads blown right off. <laughs> we all know what's gonna happen in that one. Too soon. Too, too yeah. soon. Yeah. 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 Six uh, years I'm later. sure someone will leave us a one-star review on that. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska. Well, it, it's it's un, it's unfortunate that the podcast <laughs> still calls them the the Redskins. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> that person needs to. Uh, I don't know. It's unfortunate. What is that Montana? Yeah. Yeah. What does that Montana text coach say about watching the, his his mother-in-law go off the cliff in a Cadillac? <laughs> That's how I feel about this person. That's right. right? <laughs> mixed mixed feelings. <laughs> <laughs> no mixed feelings though. I mean, 
using the term unfortunate there. You're just saying Man. I'm a pussy. I'm a pussy here. Okay. Uh, Nebraska is catching. Yeah, hail to the Redskins. There we go. There we there go. We go. And, and and where where don't we have something here? We have this. Team speed for Christ. Touchdown. Rest in peace to Dave Butts, legendary defensive Amen. tackle. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant talked about being part of uh, the ownership, potential buying the team group. Matthew McConaughey too. But yeah, they would both actually be pro Redskin. You know, one day, and they have the. It's uh, not coming back. The dude. clout. All you got to do is get a cool person to like. You know how stupid our fucking society is. <laughs> you know how fucking <laughs> stupid our society is. I get so sick and tired of like watching people be fucking idiots. Uh-oh, anyway, here we go. Here we go. Anyway, Colby, might press that mute button. <laughs> right. well, let me let me get off my soapbox, a high horse, whatever the fuck yeah. it is. You know how stupid our society is. They they fired they fired uh, Frank Solich at Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska heads into Ann Arbor, Michigan, where Nebraska's catching twenty nine points. Mm. Oh man, what to do here? <laughs> Well, I just I'm scared about their terrible run defense against a dominant run team. Casey Thompson isn't playing either. I I, I don't believe. I'm uh, I'm laying geez. him. I'm laying him. I'm laying the twenty nine with Michigan. Uh <laughs> this game's terrible. I thought this was gonna be a good game beginning of the year. I am not laying him again. This is one where we see recruiting be, be a, being a factor. Ne- Nebraska, I feel like was number four. <laughs> Recruiting behind uh, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and then Nebraska is number four. Texas A&M was number three in the na- number one in the nation. <laughs> yeah, and number guess what? three as a composite. They beat Alabama a couple years ago. I'm talking about this year, buddy. All right. Well, anyway, they lost six in a row, and they, they might have another loss coming in the JFK Bowl next week. <laughs> Look, Nebraska is too physical to get pushed around that much, and uh, Michigan doesn't have a diverse enough attack to fully dominate them. So Nebraska keeps it within. You said 20, 29, right. 29. I'm I, seeing, I'm, I'm seeing a, a, a 31. Out that's what I'm seeing. Wild. Yeah. Okay. Uh, either way thing here, actually 31 is where I stop. Okay. I'm going to take Nebraska plus 31 because I, I think getting later in the year, you know, some rest might be good for some of these Michigan players in the, in the second half, Michigan wins 40 to 10. <laughs> yeah. Is there any look ahead spot for Michigan here? No, because the whole Big Ten sucks ass this year. They got two right? two weeks to prep up for Ohio. Can State. we talk like, about uh, in the chat? Kai Holstein says, "Let Patty C loose. <laughs> let it loose, baby. Let, Dude, let, let me do a shot. When you look, let me fire one up. <laughs> when you there look, when you look at this schedule, this schedule is Patty so C, bad. Do a shotgun and tell us what's wrong with society. Okay, yeah, come on. <laughs> you guys do not want to yeah. hear it. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Chloe. What yeah, are you saying? This I don't know. This shows this shows off the this is this, this is, is off the this rails. is going to the deep end. <laughs> All right, do it. All right, no, let do them it. see you do it. <laughs> um, uh, last year Michigan only won by three against Nebraska, but that was a Scott yeah. Frost coach team. Should have never fired him. Should have never fired him. <laughs> Told you he loses close. Look at these losses <laughs> since they since they've gone to a different coach. Let me just give you this. All right, uh, the two losses with Scott Frost. By three, and by three, so six points. They were almost three and zero, oh, right? Since then, they lost by thirty-five. By uh, they lost by six. They lost by nineteen. They lost by seven. All right, I guess maybe maybe a little bit of both, but they're still got worse. That's my point. So, I mean, so Colby's arguing that Nebraska should aim to lose 
by Close. a little bit. Yes. <laughs> hey, because remember, you never know. That's step two of the process. Yes. Step one is lose big. This step was just a long well, process. Yes. They gave it for off about six years. <laughs> yeah. He stayed at step two forever. All right, but still, I'm taking a shot. Just do it, baby. On behalf of Scott Frost, yeah. I, I, he's being mentioned for that UC, uh, USF job, yeah. along with uh, John Gruden. Talk about uh, you know. Talk Patty's about another dust up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Come on. All right, here we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Woo! Football's back. Yeah, baby. Uh, take that. Take that to uh, whoever said we can't use the Redskins and one star us. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Arizona State heads into Holman, Washington. Washington State's laying seven and a half. This is a tricky one. I'm laying the seven and a half. What was that that Washington State put up last week? They're up forty nine to seven at half. Is that did I read that correctly? Doing big things. Doing big things. Let me get dialed into what this. And see, Nick, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean that was an offensive explosion. I didn't know the Cougars were capable of. Can we get a weather update in Pullman this weekend? Is that possible? I'm working on it right now. <laughs> I'm beginning to think Arizona State has no interest going into Eastern Washington. Well, it's 26 degrees at this very second. So Saturday it's a high of 37, but it is oh, going to yeah. be oh. sunny. Oh, yeah. Washington, Washington State. Yeah. When you think about Wazoo's losses, a three-point loss against Oregon, they were up. 40, probably no 59 minutes in that Oregon yeah. game. That was brutal, man. Brutal. Uh, USC by 16 on the road, Oregon state by 14 on the road and four point loss to uh, Utah. Those are four. Really? The PAC 12 is actually a pretty damn good. Conference. No, I made a case for this. PAC 12 is better than the big 10 this year. We went through this yeah. on, on the recap show. It's better. Yeah. Uh, and their wins are impressive. Most of them dominating the road win at Wisconsin looking better. Uh, the spread is eight. I'm taking Wazoo and I'm locking it. Oh, Ooh, there we oh. go. Nick, you joining him? No. At home and Pullman. You think here's what we noticed though, especially as we get later in the season, these pussy ass Arizona teams can't handle the trip all the way up North <laughs> and light and vice versa. Like they, they can't handle the trip to the South and the heat. Uh, f- but that's usually during the summer, the Northern teams. So, uh, Patty C is locking up. The Cougs go Cougs. I, just, I don't have quite enough confidence in the Washington State offense to to have like two really stellar outings in a row, but I'm I'm on your side, just not liking it. There we go. Well, maybe maybe you'll lock this one. Miami heads into Atlanta. <laughs> the Coastal's back, baby. The lat. Here's what I love about this: is the Coastal. This is the final season of the Coastal, and it is truly going out with a bang. Um, <laughs> Miami is catching three in Atlanta. <laughs> up game. to three already, dude. I, I did consider locking Georgia Tech minus one and a half, so I could be talked into it minus three. <laughs> kind of similar to uh, uh, Tulsa. I want to see if Sims plays. Sims d- did not play last week again. <laughs> I would dude. like to know that, but I mean, Miami sucks. They're not very good at all. <laughs> they are awful, man. They they have the worst ATS record in the country. I'm trying to find it now. I I had it in front of me. I think they're like one in six ATS. They keep on getting the credit they don't deserve. They're one and eight. Miami is the worst ATS team in the country. One and eight. They I have, think if Sims is back, it's it's fringe lock worthy. They have zero wins against teams with the uh oh no, they have Southern Miss. It was the one team they beat week two, and that was without their starting quarterback. But that's the only win that's given them any merit at all. 
I'm taking Georgia Tech. Yeah. Patty? Here's the thing is you said something that um or you claimed that Chris Ball was a terrible coach and what happened last week actually sold me. And I for the longest time uh, the fact that I just said they ran the counter 42 times out of a possible 70 plays. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's a a stat that stands out. Uh the other thing is dude, just put you have a five star and he's He's you could see the arm talent in uh Jake Garcia. You could see it. It's there. Uh but Van Dyke is injured. He's he keeps subbing him and the other guy the, the, he's going with the wild, the wild cat, cat and Jake Garcia, Garcia with the bum arm yeah. and he's got the five star on the bench. It was the most like terrible Has Garcia thing. Garcia played at all this season? Yes. He has. Yeah. And he yeah, actually he's up and looked down. all right. Yeah, but he regardless, he's got the talent. Dude, you got to give him time. Dude, his stats for the season. He's completing 60% of his passes, 120 yards a game. But he, like I said, he didn't play much. He's got two touchdowns, the, four interceptions. When's the last time he played? I'm just wondering if he's thinking like red shirt or something. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, look, I don't know what the reasoning is behind it, but it drove me. We didn't have the volume on. We got it on God's eye, but that uh, obviously trust me, wasn't we will not have the, the volume on any Miami football games <laughs> yeah. this year. So uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they were flashing to him and they, they were showing him sitting on the sideline, like jerking off basically. Dude, if, but, if they don't win this game, They'll be four and six if they lose this with Clemson and Pitt on deck. They're going to wow. go four and eight if they do not win this game. In Atlanta, wow. I'm all over the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I am too. Wisconsin heads to Iowa City, where all of a sudden, like I said, this is where the big noon kickoff should be because this or or Purdue, Illinois, those are gigantic games in the Big Ten West. Um, Wisconsin's laying one in Iowa City, and all of a sudden, you know, they were talking all about Ferentz. Being terrible, maybe it's time for him to go. Boom! He goes on the road to NC Knicks, Purdue Boilermakers, and win twenty-four to three. They've rattled off two in a row. They've scored twenty-four and thirty-three points back-to-back weeks. All of a sudden, Spencer Petrus is looking like Spencer Rattler. And <laughs> give me a good thing. <laughs> give, me, right. give me the points. How about Spencer Sanders? <laughs> Slight <Yeah>. upgrade. <laughs> Yeah, all of them about the same at this point. Give no, me Spencer Sanders is a lot better for yeah, healthy. Yeah. Hey, right, forty eight zero against uh He didn't play that game though. Right? Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh give me the point in Iowa in Iowa City. Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, I think it's an obvious play. I mean, a home dog and Kinnick with the offense starting to do just a little bit. I mean, all all they need is just do a little bit, so the total yeah, is thirty five in this game. <laughs> yes. Oof. Football's back, baby. Big ten West football. Yeah. How do you see what are you doing? I mean, the team has won three of the last four Wisconsin, uh, the lone loss being the double overtime loss loss at Michigan state. Are we so sure that uh, Wisconsin football isn't back? No, I think it's a game. I think whoever those, this is a lawn chair special going on here. All right. Yeah. This is, this is a garage sale at its finest because lawn chairs are going to be flying off the uh, flying off the shelves here. You got Mertz. Who's gonna make more turnovers? Whoever, whoever, whatever lawn chair makes the most turnovers, the other team's gonna win. I agree. Uh, I will say this: Iowa has been the more strikingly disappointing team based on expectations in the preseason. So maybe my—I really? mean, Wisconsin lost. They haven't looked great, but Wisconsin, I didn't have as high expectations as for. Uh, you did not think in Iowa. Pre-season. I thought was going to be the same fucking team they are every year, even with Spencer Petras. I thought they were going to have a such a dominating defense. They're, they're still going to win the West, dude. <laughs> they might. They might. I do think they get it done at home, especially they're catching like one game out. You let you let Purdue beat Illinois, 
And all of a sudden I was tied for the best record in the fucking conference. And they want to fire Kirk Ferentz. First off, Brian he Ferentz should have a, a lifetime contract because he went to the big 10 championship last year. I mean, come on, this is a silly, this is a silly argument. Um, <laughs> Iowa state heads into Stillwater. I went to this game in Stillwater a couple of years ago. It was great. Um, Iowa state's laying a point and a half. We do not know the status on uh, Spencer, right? I think he's out, right? He's questionable. He's questionable as I'm seeing right now, but Braden Johnson, the wide receivers out, Jaden Bray's out, Blaine green's out. John Paul Richardson is questionable. It's a lot of guys. Give me the cyclones minus one and a half on the road in Stillwater, Nick. Yeah, I think you have to, I, I think if Sanders was like, you know, probably going to play this line would be different. So I was state all day. I mean, if you watched uh Gundy jr, <laughs> that dude, he is, he is not it uh, at least not right now in, in his, uh, you know, young career. So I think you got to go Iowa state here. I'm pretty stunned at how bad Oklahoma state has been playing. So uh, I got to roll with you guys. I mean, Iowa state just got off the schneid last week after a long losing streak. Winning's contagious, Patty. Winning is contagious, but neither one of these teams has done much of it in the past few weeks. That said, Iowa state, even on the road, I think they get it done. Giving a couple points. Let's go. Alabama heads to Ole Miss. Kai was just asking about this game. Uh, He's going to be there. Yeah. Shout out to Kai, man. Hell yeah. Look, even if I got you the shirt, it wouldn't get there by, by the time of this game. But I can tell you this, send me DM me on uh, DM me on Twitter at the Colby D and we'll set you up next week, buddy. Um, Bama's laying 12 at Ole Miss. I am laying 12 with Alabama. Lock it up. Here's the, here's the thing where I disagree with you. I think Saban where I actually might agree with you is Saban has been, he looks like a nicer guy. Everyone's forcing him into retirement already saying this is the, 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 the program. Cause he done. has two losses Jeez. Yeah, on the last I think play you of the should game. Have like Both four I mean, on the road. Yeah. You could make 10. the case. You should have four. Um, and they're saying that, but I, I, I tend to think though the most, you want to look at resumes that there's the softest resume, find me the best win on, on Ole Miss's schedule. Hmm. No, they do. They they are soft. It's a, it's a big stretch. Okay, well, to think. well, first off they have what two wins against teams with a winning record, right? Those are Troy, but that was the first game for that coach. So they beat Troy by 18 and then they beat Kentucky in a game. They were very fortunate to beat Kentucky, but I actually don't even know that Kentucky would have a winning record if it wasn't for the at a conference slate that they got. Um, I just don't know that they're very good. I watched them live a couple of weeks ago against a and M they, they, they won that game, but they didn't like impress me against the a and M team. That's not very impressive. I am going to lay the 12 with Bama. I'm locking it up. Mm. I think they roll them Nick. Yeah, all good points, uh, and, and you know we're always afraid of the uh, Bama bounce back game in the past, and even this year we saw a dominating performance uh, against Mississippi State after the Tennessee loss, but that game was at home. Bama on the road this year has been different, man. They're just two and two straight up, and really they should be one and three, with the possibility of also losing that Arkansas game because the Tennessee game, or, I'm sorry, the Texas game. They got very fortunate to get W. They Should've lost, lost it. Refs were terrible. Lost to Tennessee. Yeah. Lost to LSU. The Arkansas game. They're only up by five at the end of the third. That was a close game. 
Ole Miss is coming off a bye. I guess that helps a little bit. I'm going to take the points here because I, I just don't know how good Alabama is this year. Now, you always run the risk of Bama just slapping the team around, right? Yeah. But, so I'm not I'm not going to bet this, not going to lock it up, but I'll take another home dog here. Patty, what are you doing? Uh, I'm with Nick. Uh, the blood's in the water. Alabama um, on the second end of a back-to-back road. Miss uh, Ole Miss coming off a bye. A lot of factors, obviously, like Nick said, though, uh, Nick Saban coming off a loss is a, another uh, counter countermeasure there that you got to consider. Uh, we're going to find out where Nick Saban is here. If he takes another L here, obviously three L's in a season is the first since like what? 2000, what? Eight, seven, when he took over the program. Yeah. So I think Ole Miss covers. I actually think Ole Miss money lines this. Wow. I think Ole Miss money lines. Now silly. then people would really be saying what's up with Alabama. If they lose, I don't know. Back I don't know. Back road games. Nick say, here's the thing. Lane Kiffin just probably doesn't have a disciplined enough team to beat Alabama. So maybe I don't money line it. I think Bama's going to be able to run on them. Their run defense is not very good. And it's actually, he it was masked, masked up by uh, the fact that everyone they played was a pass team for the most part. So I think, and, it, and, and I do think yeah. Bama's run defense is better than their pass defense. And Ole Miss is a good running team, not so great at throwing the ball. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good matchup for Bama, I think. Louisville heads into Clemson, South Carolina. You want to know who's playing really good football? Uh, you know, low key, Louisville, the Louisville yeah. Cardinals. Yeah, they're get, they're catching seven at Clemson. Oh, I know, I know firsthand. I'm taking Louisville plus <laughs> seven. I think Louisville. I'd say sprinkle a little on the money line. The Clemson quarterback situation seems to be a mess right now. I think this could be a game plus two ten on the money line. Let's go. How do you see what are you doing here? I'm all over it, man. Louisville's been playing well. Clemson, I mean, they got uh, Malik Cunningham starting to make us remember who he really is. And Clemson still, although they will push Louisville around a little bit and they have the home field advantage, it's going to be close. I think Louisville barely covers this. Nick? I'm with you guys. I think this is crazy. I mean, something happened after that Louisville loss to BC, which I still can't believe they lost to BC. I don't <laughs> even with Cunningham was hurt. It doesn't matter, but you have to give Satterfield credit because his team stuck with them. They turned a corner and they, they have four wins in a row. And over those four games, they've limited opponents to only 14 and a half points per game. And they've caused 15 turnovers in four games in those four games. So, I mean, the defense is playing. I, who would have thought Louisville would come out with a strong, a, a strong defense this year? It's I got pretty, no idea how that happened, but it did. Pretty shocking, but too many points here. I, I'm tempted to lock at it. Anybody want to roll? Mm. Thought about it. Thought about it. Fringe, but I'm not going to go. I think yeah. Vegas is pretty damn close. Within a, a point or two. I of mean, it. Clemson's won like a million home games in a row, so it's the only thing that that scares Good me. There. Good point. No. See, but I, I got it. I got it earlier in the week at eight and a half. Okay, I That's like lock that. Worthy. I like That's that. Yeah, but. but you know what? I will lock up. I'll lock up this. Maryland heads into Penn State. Penn State's laying ten. I'm with you. Fade Loxley season is yeah. upon us. I'm in. Triple lock. Let's triple lock. Oh, let's go. Give me the Penn State Nittany Lions. Let's go. Triple lock. Who's with? Uh, who was all responsible for Maryland locking last week? I, I, that was, was me, buddy. Just Patty C, not you. No, mm. I, I. No, he joined me. I oh, talked okay. him into okay. it. I talked well, no, into I, it. I was too, so it was a triple lock. All right, there we good. go. There we go. Appalachian State heads Wait, into quick. Marshall. Penn State finishes ten and two. I know it doesn't matter to you. I know it's a joke to you. New York six. Are they going? 
I don't give a good goddamn. I don't even know who they'd be competing. I don't look at the bull picture. Orange bull, cotton. And bowl. he sits there and looks at the bull picture. He's like, well, they yeah. could be in the in the quick lane auto you know, bull. This is who. Yeah. Penn State was not a ten and two team this year. True, but the Big Ten's down, man. What do you mean they're not? They were not a ten and two team this year. And Penn State's record this year, as far as how good they were, should be like eight and four. Agreed. Agreed. They have slapped. Every fucking team that hasn't been Ohio State or Michigan yeah, but on that, their schedule, the, at, well, or one game, one game on the Purdue road. Purdue is this not year. looking very good. Were they six and five now? Okay, o- five Ohio, five and four. Uh, a thirty-six point victory. Auburn, twenty-nine Auburn point sucks victory. Though, dude, Northwestern. I'll give you credit yeah. for it. Ten-point victory. All right, I won't rattle through them all, but they uh, Minnesota, fucking twenty-eight point victory. Indiana. Uh, they're not, they're point not a victory. 10 win team. Though, hit the nail or rather 31 it's, point it's, victory. It's the big 10 is down. That's what it is. Yeah. Man. That's what I'm saying. We Watch just did Penn this. State, they don't look like a 10 and two team. Patty. See, we just did this on, on the recap show when we compared them against the pac 12 and you agreed with me. You said, if we took them against, you know, I think okay. Ohio state was the one team we, we said that we would feel comfortable in, in favoring I them against the, I, agree uh, the pac I agree with you both. Okay. Yeah, just um, saying they're going what, to go 10 and two. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that that's that's more it's uh, representative of the the league. Shit ass the Big team. Ten. Okay, yeah. Uh, App State's at Marshall. These games are always fun. App State's laying one. I will lay the one, and I'm thinking about locking it up there, Nick. But I'm not going to do it. What are you doing? I don't know how. Yeah, don't think about. It. I mean, try to get read on App State these days. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, at least they came back and made it a game versus Coastal, but. Uh, I'm kind of wondering about Sean Clark because uh, I was, but he beat a and M that wins going to go far. Right. I know. And you know, when he was first hired, I was a little, I was a little iffy on it. And we then got, the, the year they had last year, kind of, I was like, all right, you know, uh, you know, I'm on board. I'm with you, but they're a better team. They have more talent than their record this year. So I think he's done a poor job this season. I think that's, that's fair to say. And I, I don't have any confidence with them on the road here. I, I guess I'm going to go Marshall, but they could win too. I, I don't know. This game is very tough. I just don't know what App State team is going to show up from week in week out. And I think that is a, a sign of you know mediocre to bad coaching. Nick, I mean, sorry, Pat. Uh, th- these two teams are pretty evenly matched in the uh, rushing, which is their both of these teams' signature thing. Kalen Laborn, by by the way, Florida State transfer from Virginia, having a great season. Uh, twelve hundred rushing yards so far. Uh, App State number twenty nine in the nation in rushing. Marshall number twenty six. Here's the difference, though. Marshall, the number three team in the nation rushing the ball. They're going to shut down that App State rushing attack and cover this fucking spread. Mm, mm. By the way, we lost on Western Michigan, and we're we're about to lose on Buffalo. Um, the thing, the things were looking so well. Yeah, but Kent State forty to six over Bowling Green. There you the go. The Doit, the Doit ain't rocking tonight. Uh. So we, so Nick, you went App State. I went App State. No, no, oh, no I went Marshall. Went Marshall. Wait, it's a one-point spread, though. Yeah, I'm Actually, going App State. I'm going App State. I'm going App State. There we go. They there got too go. many weapons. Uh, next up, when's the last time App lost back-to-back games? Too, I wonder. True. Uh, Northwestern at Minnesota. NC Nick's excited for this one. Minnesota's laying seventeen and a half. Row, row, row. Love that boat. Oh man, what are we doing here, guys? Give me the points. I think Northwestern's defense can hang around enough, but uh, Wisconsin 21 Northwestern six. <laughs> <laughs> that's not accurate. 
I think I'm with you. I agree. That, that sounds good. Uh, Patty Fitzgerald. Sometimes you got to coach him up. We know this guy's a great coach. Sometimes coming into the season, it's not perfect. They're getting better. Northwestern, you know, and and Minnesota's been struggling a little bit. So let's go. Uh, let's go, Wildcats. This one should be the game of the day here. UCF heads to New Orleans to take on the Green Wave. Green Wave are currently laying one and a half points. Look, that that UCF. It's been a fun story. Your little gimmick offense with your little quarterback that slides every five yards. All right. <laughs> Now you're taking on Willie Fritz and a slamming hot daughter. All right. <laughs> and, and the handsomest quarterback, in, which John Rice Plumley is in contention for, but Michael Pratt, maybe a little more handsome. Give me the, give me the green wave with that defense at home. NC Nick, our DFS. I should have played a uh, Spears last week. He went off. Oh, not, well, I'm, you should have yeah. also played uh, RJ Harvey, but um well, actually, he, actually, you know what? That game wasn't in the slate, so you, so you couldn't have. But I totally agree with you. I think this. I think this line is just wrong here. I think, first off, Tulane is the top ATS team in the country, eight and one. They have a better record than UCF. They have a better resume, and they're only favored by one and a half at home. I think this is this line is kind of disrespectful. I'm going to take Tulane. I'm going to lock it up. Green Pat, Wave. Pat Kappa says back to back road games for UCF too. Oh, he's locked. NC Nick locking it, locking it up. Who's Let's go. NC Nick is locking it up. Patty, see you riding the wave with him. Here's my here's my pushback. Here is that Tulane has one of the top pass defenses in the country. Meanwhile, UCF the number eight rush offense in the nation. We know with John Rice Plumley running the show there that passing is not the emphasis of that offense, and that is the strength of Tulane's defense. that said, at home, the Green Wave want this, so I am going to ride the wave. Locking it? I won't. I won't lock it. All right. Well, Boston Howard's. College is, <laughs> is heading into Raleigh, North Carolina. Boston College, NC State. This is why we were super excited to see the ACC 15 years ago. Um, this is the Tom O'Brien Bowl. That's right. Um, <laughs> Nineteen and a half points. BC's getting. I'm taking the points. NC State wins. NC State's coming off a huge win. They hadn't beaten Wake much in the past six years or something. So yeah, yeah. What do you guys say about yeah. that? You're ta- talking shit about NC State. That was the for first all win season long. That was the first win they actually deserved all year. All right, I'm joking. No, but I mean they they, they didn't luck up. They actually whooped Wake's ass. We had that game and, on here, and I think that freshman quarterback looks legit. Yeah, yeah. But he might he might have some some ups and downs, you know. But I think the future of the program as far as the quarterback goes is in pretty good hands, but still their quarterback, you man, you know, back to the days of Roman Gabriel. All right. Now, I mean, lately they've been pumping out. You got Jacoby Brissett, you got uh, Glennon, Philip rivers, Russell Wilson, obviously Philip rivers, Ryan Finley's on the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, look, when I look at that kid's future, I see, you know, four, seven, and five win seasons. <laughs> uh, NC State could still hit that over too, right? I know it's the luckiest thing ever. Hold on, so let's pull up that schedule real quick. They're gonna lose. Uh, I'm still gonna. I'm still looking all right though, because they're. So, I think they're gonna so be dogs the final two weeks. Was so they have uh, what UNC and Louisville on the road. Louisville, okay, to end the so end the season. Yeah, you're, you're probably still good here, but Dude, the uh, fact okay. they pulled that. Florida State game out of their ass. The or fact the they pulled Tech. or the yeah. East Carolina, the it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. This team's the like the luckiest team in the nation. At but so many I, points, I agree with your assessment of the game at hand here. I think it's too many points. I don't think NC State should be favored by by nineteen or twenty against anybody. You know, really. So give me the points, but NC State wins. 
Yeah. When you consider aside from that Boston or that wake forest game, rather, they probably should have lost to tech. They probably should have lost to Florida state. That would have been four straight losses. Uh, look, this team has slipped a little bit. They're not covering 19 against Boston college, even at home, even though we don't have Jarkovsky. Even though we don't have, I still think I agree. I thought the other backup looked pretty good against Duke last Friday night. There you go. I think well, talk talk about young quarterbacks. You know that with the promising future, where you know the the, the programs might be in decent hands. I f- I forget his name, but um, I thought he looked pretty solid actually. Well, how about this game? La Tech heads into the Alamo Dome, the house that Cadillac Anderson built. Uh, <laughs> La Tech's catching eighteen in the Alamo Dome. And see Nick, what are you doing here? You know, I think I took the points again. I I just UTSA is getting some injuries too. I think one of their receivers is now out for the year. They've been banged up on the O line. I don't think La Tech poses a a money line threat to them, but I think maybe they backdoored and cover. Patty, yeah, agreed. Some of Louisiana Tech's losses lately have uh, two two of the last three losses have been in overtime. So UTSA even on the road. I think they cover 18. I think I'm with you. Give me the points. I think a uh, 17 point final score. Get the cover. Army heads to Troy in a strange one. Uh Army is catching nine and a half. Suck that, that clock. clock. Suck that, that clock. clock. Suck that clock. Give me Army plus nine and a half at Troy. Nick, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. I mean, as, as good as football as Troy is playing, they play every game close. I mean, so Troy has won six games against FBS opponents. Four of those games were one score games. Three of those wins came with Troy, not even breaking 20 points. I mean, yeah. they beat uh Marshall 16 to seven. They beat Texas state 17, 14 beat South Alabama, 10 to six. <laughs> be, be careful laying points with Troy. I think Troy wins, but give me the army to cover. Let me ask you this. What is the bread and butter of Troy's uh, offense? They pass not the ball much. A lot. Their they defense. Pass the ball a lot. Yeah. They pass the ball well. Uh, against passing teams, Army's been a little up and down. At Coastal, they kept it pretty close. UTSA, they went to uh, overtime with. They were all big in that game at one point. Yeah, Wake, they got annihilated by. Um, but other than that, I mean, those are the only passing teams. Air Force last week doesn't matter because they're Troy's completely. passing attack should not be mentioned in the same sentence as like Wake Forest or something. Yeah, yeah agreed. It's totally different. I Army. will say Troy, Troy does have a very strong run defense. 21, yeah. 21st yeah. in the country. It is good, but it's triple option. It's a little different. There you go. Um, I agree. Army take the points. Nine and a half North Texas travels to UAB. You know, it was once this, the, there was a point in this off season, Patty C where me and you, and I think NC Nick were getting shit on for our opinion on Seth Luttrell as a coach. How's that working out? Well, uh, North Texas in the driver's seat to play for the CUSA championship. Well, I mean, Jimmy Chongable. UTSA is ahead of them, but they're they're North Texas is ten and one in their last eleven conference USA games. But they want to they want to you want to you want to fire Seth Luttrell, the greatest coach you've had since fucking uh, what's the guy's name from Iowa? Uh, Hayden Fry. Hayden Fry. Yeah. Uh, I'll take North Texas plus six at UAB. UAB with this other coach, they haven't been the same team. I think he's going to be fired. Well, he's an interim coach, so I think they're going to release him after this year. And I think they're going to be searching for a brand new head coach. I will take the six. I will sprinkle some on the plus one seventy five money line with North Texas. NC Nick, what are you doing? Ed, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, UAB's lost three in a row. If if you want to say your favorite term, wrong team favored, this is a good you know 
opportunity for that. So yeah, give me the the mean green. Agreed. Uh, similarly close games against UTSA. Uh, uh, North Texas lost by four. U- um, uh, UAB lost by six in double overtime. So I expect a close game. Uh, I expect North Texas to keep it close even on the road. Uh, mean green all the way. Charlotte heads to Middle Tennessee at Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Uh, Middle Tennessee's laying ten and a half. Charlotte, uh, they had their one game <laughs> that NC Nick hit on with the the assistant coach. Then my, they, my then they gave, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they gave up sixty nine, I think it was, or fifty nine <laughs> to uh, fifty nine to seven. Yeah. You're good for exactly one week. Yeah, <laughs> milk uh, it for everything it's worth. Better. Middle Tennessee minus ten and a half. Sign me up. I, I I'm not gonna lock it. Because that's another thing is you start to look at Middle Tennessee and you're like they beat Miami by double digits, but Middle Tennessee's not a very good football team. Uh, what are you doing here, NC Nick? I totally agree. I'm, I'm gonna lay the points, but yeah, you you cannot trust Middle Tennessee. They are a very fickle squad, so definitely not betting, locking it up. But uh, yeah, I think Charlotte is is you know they're just packing it up and you know gonna see who the new coach is and and, and get ready for next year. So give me the Blue Raiders. That's yeah. where Matty Rule should go. Yeah. Just right across town. Right? Just stay in they the play same in the house. same stadium. Say, yeah, doesn't even need a sales house. Perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, Sonny Dykes did that. There's um, another coach we were catching flag for. Rick Stockstill. Uh, yeah, he's gonna if he gets this win, it'll be it'll be a game away from bowling. Come on, you know we're on the Raiders. Uh, New Mexico is catching 23 in Colorado Springs against the Air Force Falcons. Actually, I actually, I got this at 24 earlier in the week, but I will lock up New Mexico against Air Force because one thing I know is Rocky Long's defenses against the triple option. They always do. All right. They always do. All right. I uh, feel this like is another one where I'm going to give you credit for a complete tale here. And uh, you're right. They do do well against that triple option. New Mexico state. You hop it on or New Mexico rather. You're locking it. I'm locking it. Yeah, Ooh. Nick NC Nick triple lock. Uh, no, I'm certainly on the same side as, as you guys, but I'm not triple locking New Mexico. I, I've been watching this year. New Mexico plus 23, 23 and a half. I think might be out there. Check it out. Let's go. We have to put out a a list of coaches that diagnose other coaches and schemes particularly well. Let's that go. That would be a fun list. Yeah. South Carolina is that Florida? And someone's gonna win this game, and really, this is what's great: is the winner is gonna dilute the reality of how good their football teams are. <laughs> Both these teams, I don't think, are very good. They're benefiting from the four-game out-of-conference schedule that that the SEC provides. I really don't think these teams are that good. Um, no, they're not. South Carolina is getting eight at Florida. I'm taking the eight, but I got no idea what's gonna happen here. And see, Nick, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, everything you just said, I, I I'll repeat here. I just think it's too many points. I don't think Florida is is that much better than South Carolina. Gamecocks won forty to seventeen last year. So uh, in a game where you can't, you you don't know what either team is. You can't trust either team. You're going to give me more than touchdown. I'm going to take it. Uh, let's be honest here. Uh, Florida kept it respectable against Georgia for most of that game, and they kept it within uh, ten against LSU. Then they beat A and M on the road last week. They were, they were also getting destroyed by LSU. Maybe they, they're not as bad as we think they are. That was. I one think of Florida's my, a little bit better, right? Yeah, I do. But they were down. What? They were down. Let's see. They were down twenty-eight to twenty-eight to fourteen. So it's right. not terrible. Yeah. Look, it's it, they're not good. 
I will give you credit for this. Colby. They should have lost to South Florida. Uh, when we had this preseason uh, discussion about AR 15, whether he's a good quarterback or not, uh, Nick made the astute point that we are both a little bit right that he is, uh, you know, dripping with potential, but completely unpolished. He's looked more unpolished than dripping with potential this year. Yeah, I was all over that. I'm like, what? They wanted to crown this guy, and I'm like, I have not seen him play good. Like, yeah. I see like one. He play, sucks most of the one time. One play where yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. But until and I once see once again. Uh, a great nickname can can take you further than maybe you deserve to go. True. Yeah. Very that true. said, Very South true. Carolina sucks. Beamer Magic will not carry the day here. Go I'm on Gators. Florida. Gator, yeah. Gator, Gator. Especially at home. NC Nick, you're on you're on Carolina. I'm on yeah. Carolina. Texas State heads to South Alabama. Jake Spavito is catching 16 and a half points. I'll take the points, but I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. NC Nick, what are you doing here? Something you know, special. I'm taking, I'm taking double digit dogs on the road. I mean, Texas State has lost three in a row, but it's been by by a total of ten points. I just think it's too many points here, and I I don't know how this week's going to go for me overall because usually, I don't know. I feel like usually you want to lay some chalk, but uh, it's too many points, man. Give me the Bobcats. Daddy C. Uh, I feel like I want to give a shout out to. There's a certain South Alabama player. I feel like he's leading the uh, nation in interceptions. <laughs> I don't have his name pulled interceptions, up. Interceptions, Janorius Johnson. It's not Janorius Johnson. It's not the greatest <laughs> porn star in uh in all of college football. But South Alabama is playing great football. Seven, sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half. That's a lot of points. You're right. Texas State has been playing better. That said, I'm on the Jags at home. Oh, there we go. Georgia. Heads into Starkville, Mississippi. Oh man! And Mississippi State's a seventeen-point dog, <laughs> buddy. I was thinking about this. I'm on Colby. I'm on Colby's. Mike Leach has played process. Kirby Smart once in his career, and they was tied up with about four minutes left in Athens. They got it done. They don't really play the air raid. Josh Heupel does the Art Browse offense. It's completely different than the air raid. Vertical, not they're horizontal. Going to Stark, they're going to to Starkville after a huge win. Seventeen points. Give me the money line and Mississippi State. All right, let's go. Hail State. God, look, plus what is this? Plus six hundred. Let's go. Hail fucking State. Here's the thing that makes me nervous: is Mississippi State has gotten their ass kicked by Alabama already this year. And I still kind of consider Kirby Smart and Nick Saban to be a little bit of the same person. Uh, Kirby I was Smart. in Tuscaloosa. This is in Stark Vegas, baby. This, that's a big difference. Yeah. The game is in prime time. Oh yeah, buddy. Is Georgia uh, asleep at the wheel after last see week? Those goalposts coming down. I can see Leach folding up all those lawn chairs that his receivers are sitting on. <laughs> right, uh, NC Nick, what are you doing, man? I'm looking at all my picks here, and like seventy to seventy-five percent are road teams. <laughs> but I'm on Georgia, man. Like mm. I, I'm not going to change my thought on, on just one game because of, you know, all my picks for the whole week. So I just, I can see coach Leach's frustration with this team here and it's weekend it's week out. Whenever I've rode them, they've failed me this year. Granted, usually that's been on the road, but uh Georgia's clearly the better team. I'm, I'm going to lay the points. <laughs> all three of their losses on the road. Um, Granted, Auburn's game last week at home a little bit of a scare, but I am with Colby here, and and you know what? I'm locking it. Sprinkle just a little. I'm locking. Sprinkle it. just a little on that. I money am locking line. it. You locking it? 
I'm not locking it. Oh, you got this wonder. Hail State, baby. Hail State. Um, it's gonna be good karma too. I saw that uh, someone had a heart attack at the uh, the Washington State game. Fan, a fan from Seattle that took some tickets and went out had a heart attack, and luckily he had a heart attack by in the concessions area, and luckily someone ordering their drink was a was a uh, uh, EMS or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did CPR on him, brought him back to life, and uh, coach uh, not only did uh did. Jake Dickert gave him a call. Coach Leach gave Boom. him a call as well. Coach Leach is yeah. the man. Let's Great let's guy. not kid ourselves. Great here. guy. Washington heads to Oregon. This is a very intriguing matchup because this is a uh, you know the race to the Big Ten. Some say um, Washington's catching thirteen and a half points. Oregon has the number one hundred and twenty third pass defense. Washington's the number one passing team in the nation. <laughs> Wait, say that set again. <laughs> Yes, Oregon has the number one hundred twenty third pass defense. Washington has the number one pass de- de- uh, defense or offense in 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 all of uh, college. Do we football. have a weather report on this game? Not that it mattered last last week. The the old uh, atmospheric river didn't show up. Yeah. So uh, the the asthma uh, no atmospheric uh, <laughs> yeah, river uh, Saturday forty nine degrees forty nine degrees a little chilly Cloudy. to be throwing the ball around. Give me the points, though. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's going to be a game and a rivalry at this yeah. heated. They've been playing this since 1900, folks. NC Nick, what are you doing? I'm with you guys. I mean, I guess the one caution is that Oregon's been very good at home this year, four and ATS. Washington's been awful on the road this year, ha, 0 and ha, three uh, ATS. But has Oregon hmm. played one really good passing team? I don't think they have. I mean, like UCLA BYU's not UCLA. Then I don't consider yeah, that I a passing team. No. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I'd say Arizona, Arizona, maybe they, yeah, they did whoop Arizona, point, I guess, yeah. but yeah, give me the points. Um, Kansas state. This is a gigantic game going on in Waco. The winner of this, you could say might have the inside track to, uh, to, to play in the big 12 championship, Kansas state at Baylor Baylor's laying two and a half, a massive game, <sighs> two very evenly matched teams. I'm taking K state in a, re- in, a, in a revenge spot here. Let's go. Mm. Nick, what are you doing? Dude, this game has like a field goal game written all over it. I, I jumped on K State at three and a half. At two and a half, <laughs> I'm going to go Baylor. <laughs> They're at home. I, I mean, this is a, one of those packed, uh, big, uh, big 12 games where it's like, dude, I don't freaking know. Like anything can happen in this game. This game could be crazy, but I'm going to go uh, with the home team. Give me Baylor. Any potential for a look ahead for Baylor to TCU? No, I mean no. right now everyone's grinding for a, a, a Big Twelve spot. I mean, I if anybody feels that strongly on this game, I want to hear from them and why. Yeah, <laughs> here's my philosophy. Because here's my philosophy on why I I, I went K State, and yeah. I feel a little bit good. Okay. Baylor has a knack for fucking up those finesse teams in the Big Twelve. I mean, that's why I was on them against against uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. I feel like they fuck up all the finesse teams. That's uh. What's his name? Dave Aranda. Aranda yeah. has a great. He's really can put it on those teams. Yeah. K State is got like a high tech defense. K State's like the one team that is not a finesse team. They're like they're gonna do quarterback draws all game and stuff like that. And K State's defense, I also think, can make Blake shape and force turnover or you know force a few turnovers to uh to to the Wildcat defense. So, uh, I mean, I I think it's gonna be a close game, but I think I I like K State's the way they're built. In a, in a matchup against Dave Aranda more so than a lot of the other big They've been teams. playing a little better than Baylor too this year. Um that said, 
I think I agree with Nick. Three and a half too many. No, two and a half. Two and a half, not enough. I am going Baylor to cover mm. two and a half. Mm. Kansas this is another huge one because believe it or not, Kansas is still very much alive to play in the Big Twelve Championship. Kansas at Texas Tech. Texas Tech's laying three and a half. Are they trying to bait me? They into are taking it. They are fucking with you. Well, guess what? There's a chance that Jalen Daniels might play. Even if he doesn't, Jason Bean has been playing like a freaking beast. I'm not fading them now after they just got me bowl eligible. How Give many me the times Jayhawks, I, baby? How many times can I ride boy. a Colby in? The, I mean, no homo. I mean, uh, but in one episode, the guy's got some heat. Look, he's a fucking idiot most of his life. But <laughs> Are you riding with us? I'm riding Triple with you. Lock? Triple lock it down. Let's Hell go. Yeah. Jayhawks, oh, baby. Plus three and a half in Lubbock. It's college basketball season. The fans only care about that right now. What? And Kansas fans care more about uh, football no, no, right no, now? No, but it's in Lubbock and their season's kind of already over, is my point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Kansas both, can still. Both Kansas basketball. is playing to still go to the Big 12 championship. But do you think the Kansas fans give a fuck now that uh, college basketball is starting? Yes, I think they, dude. You're in Kansas. All right? There's nothing else to yeah. do. Touche, uh, touche. Wyoming is at Colorado State. Wyoming's laying eight and a half points in Fort Collins. I'm taking the points. Colorado State's playing better. Wyoming never blows teams out. I feel like I will take the eight and a half in the Rams. Nick, you gonna ram it? No. Um, mm. I, but I do agree. It's always a little tricky laying more than a touchdown with Wyoming, you know, just due to the brand of football they play, Yeah. but they're clearly the better team. It's a short 60 mile bus ride down to Fort Collins. And I don't expect the stadium to be a lit environment for a two and seven squad. Give me Wyoming. I mean, are we forgetting that this team sucks ass? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I was going to say Colby, are they really getting better? They hung in that San Jose State game a lot. Yeah, longer well, they than lost by thirty-nine points to Boise the week before. They barely beat uh, uh, Hawaii by four the week. <laughs> I think before. they were dogs. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not a guarantee. They're getting a little better. You're right, but I am going to take Wyoming cover to cover. Uh, all right. Next up, we got little battle. Little battle going on in Miami. The best team in Miami. Florida Atlantic at Florida International. Atlantic's laying at 16 in the airport. Hangar five. Don't forget your luggage, folks. Uh, what are you doing here? I am riding the invitational. This is is Willie Taggart gonna get fired? He's four and five. If he loses this game, is he officially fired? Taggart? Yeah, because look, they have Middle Tennessee in Murfreesboro and then Western Kentucky after that. If they do not win this game, they're not going bowling. This would be a very bad loss for him. Dude, both teams are four and five, and the home team is a 16 point dog. <laughs> Give me the airport. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Who wants to lock it? Uh, I'm not touching I'm not doing it. I'm not doing <laughs> it. Yeah. You gotta like the most obvious, like 10 mile apart teams playing in a mid season rivalry as opposed to a season ending rivalry. Good job, you guys. Um, yeah, I'm on F F I U. Give me the Let's airport. Let's go. Texas A&M. They got the flu. Apparently uh, they're heading to Auburn. Take on Cadillac Cadillac Williams, the interim head coach of the Auburn Tigers. Auburn's laying one. I will lay the one because I saw a team that was fighting for Cadillac. 
A and M, uh, they're done. I, I just I don't know what's happening. With Can we A&M. get a lock? Like, uh, should we law lock this? I'm locking this shit, Nick. Ooh, I, I'm on Auburn, but I don't know about locking it. So yeah, Patty C is gonna lock solo it. Solo lock. Solo lock. I will give him. Uh, where is this music? Where is this music? Patty C locking up Dude. Texas A&M. I'm Texas. sorry, A- Auburn minus one. Texas A&M has to be in a state of absolute just like dismay at the way their season has unfolded here. Uh, sitting here at three and six, Texas eight and four is a is a fucking wish, you know. And now they have Auburn, UMass, which is a win at home, and then LSU. They're gonna finish uh, four and eight. Not Texas eight and four. Texas four and eight. Mm, Ouch! For the third G- most. GBO Farms team. in the house, and yep, he, he's late as fuck. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this is this is a hilarious game coming up next. TCU is at Texas. These teams hate each other. If you didn't know, um, back to the south, the swag days when uh, Texas apparently had a big deal in picking the teams to come up to the Big Twelve. They did not pick TCU. Uh, then you add in the fact that Chris Del Conte, the athletic director of TCU, left for Texas, and then you add in the fact that he was instrumental in the move to the SEC. Then you add in the fact that uh, you know Gary Patterson is on the defensive staff at Texas. He always hated Texas, but he was familiar with Del Conte, the new athletic director. The not new, but recent. Um, Gary Patterson. That was a very ugly divorce in in Fort Worth a season ago, from what I understand. And that is why, when I, I was shocked to see Texas as a seven point favorite, it's a dangerous game, though. I am locking up Texas minus seven. Let's wow. go. And I wow. get it. I get it. You could say. You could say. I mean, and look, there's a lot of angles to this. Uh, I have a note here. Quinn Ewers is completing just fifty percent of his passes since the Red River Shootout. For just six point five yards of completion, he's struggling. However, Gary Patterson is going to know how to get to Max Duggan, and if there was one game Gary Patterson is going to dial up a, a defense to fuck with this team, I think it's this one. Let's be honest, you gained a lot of faith in Texas after last week's win against K State. Not really, because in the second half, I thought they played like shit. Well, that's they what only I'm scored saying. three points in the that's second. That's what half. I'm saying. Is I is, think I was the only one on Texas last week. But TCU's run defense has been a little suspect all year, and Bijan Robinson and their backup, what's his name, Johnson? He's a beast. The other Roshan Robinson, Kalen, yeah. uh, yeah. Johnson. They got athletes at Texas. But here's what I'm gonna say: uh, TCU is not gonna start slow against Texas. They have a fast start offense, and uh, they're the better team. Let me let me talk about this for a second. Wrong here. team favorite. Sunny TCU Dykes, wins on the money line. Sunny Dykes used to be with Gary Patterson a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Gary Patterson. Because I understand how the bastard thinks. <laughs> I taught him. Now I own one. <laughs> and he does own one. You found the clip. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and see, Nick, I'm very curious what you're doing here. Uh, well, I am disagreeing with both you guys. How's that possible? Yeah, it's not because possible. Because you, because Patty, see, you said money line. I think this is a game where Texas, where, where TCU loses. But I think they're going to cover the seven, or at least push. I've been picking against TCU now for three, four, or five weeks yeah, now. You guys I are don't fucking think idiots. That great. 
this is the game they lose, but they also play every game close. So I don't, I don't feel how Colby's that comfortable laying a full touchdown with Texas. This so. whole roster Gary Patterson had last year. If he's going to know what can, what their weaknesses are, it's well, he, that. That's he, how he I know do, that he couldn't do much with them. So maybe he can't do that much against them. No, but a lot of that uh, was dysfunctional, man. I don't think that really counts last season. I think last uh, season you got to throw out the book. You got to throw out the book. It wasn't just last season. I think you know TCU was going down under Patterson the last few years. Okay, I think but, he was yeah. too concerned about trying to you know pump out hit singles. That's hey. right. Hey, <laughs> she can't uh, handle my blitz. Yeah, she can't <laughs> handle my blitz and 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 fourth and one quarterback sneak are great songs. All right. Uh, so, Give it to you the points. You're Not crazy. Money line. Though. I'm locking Texas up Texas. Up. Hey, let me I'm tell you this. Up Texas. Let me tell you this. Max Duggan locks up the Heisman Trophy with this fucking performance. I'll say this: wow. this game is gigantic because if you want to talk about a passing of the torch, T, like I said, t, this is a, a history that goes back a long way on TCU hating Texas. So that'd be very, very awesome for them to say, you know what, you go to the SEC. But off. I think Gary Patterson's been wanting this one all fucking year. Um, Southern Miss heads to Coastal Carolina. Big Bird's injured. We talked about this. Big Bird is injured. Um, folks, this is a uh, Coastal Carolina's laying five and a half. What are you doing here, Patty C? Mm. Without Big Bird, they are a uh, a less potent, a potent team. I'm gonna go Southern Miss to cover this. I don't know if they money line it, but it's gonna be a damn close game. NC Nick, I think I agree. At, at this point, I'm going to take the points. I mean, the, the great thing about Coastal, I, we saw it against App. I was there in person last Thursday night, and Chadwell just outcoached App State. You know, completely, thoroughly, all game long. So I liked the fact that Coastal can, you know, overcome a lot of obstacles and win close games and get very creative with their offensive play calling, even if big bird isn't there. So coastal Carolina wins, but I think this is a close game. I think Southern miss inexplicably got blown out last week. So they, they, they bounce back a little bit and cover, but coastal wins. I'm with you guys. Look, I'm, I'm six beers down. Can I go grab one? Why? We're like three games away, dude. Okay. All right. Uh, folks, I want to tell you that the college football experience Week 11 preview picks episodes brought to you by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 free bet. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash WinBet. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Wake Forest is laying three and a half against North Carolina. This line was 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 ludicrous to me. Doesn't Wake Forest lose to to North Carolina every year? Pretty much. Why why are they favored? I even see a four right now. What? I, I'm taking Wake just because the line doesn't make any sense. I'm Wait. taking UNC, but I, I'm gonna stay very far away from it because the line doesn't make much sense. Give me the points with UNC, I guess. I mean, Wake Forest is certainly you know Captain Obvious here. They have not looked like the same team the last two weeks. And UNC is still just rolling. So why? How are you would feel comfortable laying more than a field goal on Wake Forest? It's not like that home environment. There, there's right now. There's gonna be as many Tar Heel fans there, if not more, than Demon Deacon fans in Winston Salem come Saturday night. So I'm on UNC. Yeah, this game. Come on, you got this line doesn't make any sense. I know the fans will. This will not be lit. Bring your sparklers. 
Uh, Patty C, what are you doing? Look, Drake May leading the nation in pass touchdowns with 31 already. Uh, Sam Hartman, this is a just uh, a little uh, observation <laughs> I made. Throwing into quadruple coverage in the lim- limited time, I was really paying attention to him. That's Th- when you know you got a real gunslinger, real winner. Hey, it's uh. just not the Wake offense. <laughs> I'm all over North Carolina here to cover this. I think it's. T- I, w- I was thinking that, but I just was shocked by that. I thought North Carolina would be the four point favorite. So something's up. Give me Wake. Florida State heads into the Carrier Dome to take on the Syracuse Orangemen. Florida State's laying six and a half. Mm. Give me the cues to bounce back. Look, Florida State just won forty-five-three against Miami. You're telling me they haven't been partying all week? True. At what point, though, do you buy into the quality of the team? Uh, I think on that alone, I'm going to go Florida State. Uh, NC Nick, what are you doing? Well, I, th- I mean, the status of the shredder. Cause uh, you know, Del Rio, he he's not there yet, man. Colby, you, you were saying he looked pretty good uh, before last week. Well, he went eight of 23 for 120 uh last Saturday. So um, that's like the shredder uh, last year. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, and like I, was, I, I alluded to at the very beginning of the podcast, Florida state to, to end the year, Syracuse, Louisiana, and Florida at home, they could go nine and three. You know, what's worse, Florida State nine and three or Penn State ten and two? <laughs> Florida State would. I think you're right. Uh, but I'm gonna go Seminoles here to cover because Syracuse is uh, is is like a a wounded dog right now. Okay, and and if the <laughs> the Shredder's not playing, they're struggling, and Florida State has enough to go up into Western uh, New York and get that dub and the cover. Yeah, Cal heads in the Corvallis take on Oregon State. Oregon State's laying fourteen. Taking the 14 and Cal. They're gonna hang around enough. What are you doing here, Nick? We gotta talk about the Pac 12 here, man. Five of the six games this week, Pac 12 games, include a double digit dog. <laughs> That's a good point. There is spreads of 34, 24, <laughs> 20. This is conference play. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> is is it the haves and the have nots out there? Perhaps, perhaps, <laughs> especially with the, when it comes to the portal. I know, like apparently. Colorado. That's another reason why they struggle with the portal is they can't bring in people. You know, like it's like Stanford can't bring in people. Uh, with all that said, I'm on Cal. I think it's too much. I mean, Oregon State doesn't blow anybody out. Yeah, oh, Patty, see what are you doing here? I mean, uh, Justin Wilcox's tough team is custom made to shut down a uh, a potent running attack for Oregon State. Yeah, gotta go Cal here. Stanford's catching 24 at Utah. Man, it's a big spread. I'm gonna lay the points with Stan, or I'm gonna lay the points with Utah, but I don't feel good about it. Nick, oh, I think I gotta go with you. I, I gotta get some some more home teams on my card here. <laughs> Give me Utah. Let me lay the points. Patty C. I don't know. I think uh, Stanford has gotten so far away from the physical that Utah just reminds them what it's like to play a physical team. So I'm with you. Uh, we have. We, the good old uh, the good old battle here. Let Huge. me backtrack. Let me backtrack What's because that? Notre Dame's a pretty damn physical team, and Stanford figured them out. So let me flip that. Let me go Take Stanford to cover okay. this. Okay, yeah. there we go. Um, San Jose State is playing at San Diego State. It's actually a critical game in the Mountain West going on. Uh, the line actually. Why am I not seeing the line right now? Okay. Uh, Aztecs are getting two and a half points. Is that, is that accurate? Cause I could have swore I saw six early, like six lines no, moving I, all over the place. Two and a no, half. I, 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 yeah, that's accurate. okay. 
So San Diego State's getting two and a half right now. I got San Jose State beating them because I think they're the better football team. Nick, you? My thoughts exactly. And uh I know we say nobody goes into the snapper gets a W. Uh, I'm not sure how how true that is this year. Um, if you look at, you know, they did, you know, beat UNLV by four at home <laughs> last week. They uh, they beat Nevada. Oh, no, sorry, that was on the road. They beat Hawaii by two. Dude, what the hell, man? San Jose State definitely. You're yeah. telling me San Diego's. I'm sorry, San Jose State. San Diego State's last two home games. 14 to 10 against UNLV, 16, 14 against Hawaii. Really? That was the last second field goal to they win. They suck. Brady yeah. Hoke has turned them into a pussy squad. Uh, as much as my season over for San Diego Still State, this is a critical game. This is it. Every yeah. game has to hit for me for the rest of the way out. It's not going to hit. San Jose State is going to win, and I am on the Spartans. Yeah. Arizona's catching 19 and a half at the Rose Bowl. Can Jaden Delora light up the UCLA Bruin defense? I'll take the 19 and a half. I think UCLA wins by 17. Enough to cover. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Okay, boom. Boise State's laying 20 and a half at Nevada. I will lock up the Broncos at Nevada. Ooh. Ooh. Nevada sucks. Where's Ooh. my where's my lock music? Nevada does suck. Where's my lock music? Give me Boise on the rebound after that critical game. Boise still play for a Mountain West championship. Play the 20 and a half with the Broncos. You? Your confidence in Andy Avalos. I mean, he's turned. He, they, 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 they've played all right since they've turned that corner of firing plow and get rid of Bachmeyer. So you think they're they're headed in the right direction? This would be a nice victory. To what are they? Six and three right now. Seven and three. Yeah, it's almost looking like a Boise season. You know what are you doing? I'm on the Broncos. Nick. Yeah, same here. But I, it's just a couple too many points for me to lock it up. All right, final game on the slate, folks. Uh, UN, or Utah State is lay is heading to the island, folks. Uh, where Utah State is laying eleven and a half. Talk about a team that needs to be invited to the Pac-12. Let's make it the Pac-12 again. Stop it. Uh, I'm on. I'm on the Rainbow Warriors plus the points, Nick. Yeah, you know what? I took a shit ton of road teams this week, but let me finish things out with the home team. Last time they played on the island, they only lost to Wyoming by seven. I think it's too many points. Give me Hawaii to be a little feisty at home. Patty mm. mm. C, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know about that. They just beat New Mexico by 17 last week. Uh, I think they easily cover uh, 11 and a half. I am on the Aggies. Mm, mm, mm. All right, and that concludes everything. Noah wanted us to read off our locks. Here we go. I am taking Fresno State minus eight and a half. I think we all are. Uh, at uh, UNLV Friday night, I have Alabama minus 12 in Oxford. Hotty toddy. I have UConn plus uh, 15, is it? Uh, at home against, against Liberty Flames, the Flaming Libs. I have Penn State minus 10 against Maryland. I have Mississippi State plus 17. At home against Georgia, I have Kansas plus three and a half uh, against the, or in Lubbock against the, the the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I have Texas minus seven against TCU, and I have Boise State minus twenty and a half against the Nevada Wolfpack. Patty C, I'm gonna have to scroll. I'm not gonna be able to rattle it off as fast. I got Fresno, LSU, Illinois, uh, Wazoo. 
Penn State. Say say the line though. Yeah, sorry. Let me get let me get back over to the Fresno top. minus eight and a half. Fresno minus eight and a half. Uh, which I had Buffalo my, uh, plus two and a half tonight. That hit. Um, LSU minus three. Uh, Illinois minus six and a half. Um, Wazoo minus eight. Penn State minus ten. Um, and do I see anything else? I think that's it for now. NC Nick, how about you? Uh, first off, shout out to the big show on the chat, checking in on us. What's up guys. Uh, all right. Fresno eight and a half Duke minus nine and a half Penn state minus 10 two lane minus one and a half Kansas plus three and a half. Let's do this. Let's go folks. Remember subscribe to the college football experience Saturday morning. We have the pregame show going on here. 8 AM on the on the West, 11 a.m. on the East. Come check us out. And remember, every single night, later tonight, this episode will be dropping the college basketball experience, handicapping games every single night. Subscribe. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out the NFL gambling podcast. Check out all the great stuff. We got the we got the World Cup going on in a couple of weeks here. Check out the soccer gambling podcast. Woo. MLS playoffs are going on. Who knew? Right, I, I heard uh, the U.S. has got a, a potentially uh, potent team for the uh, in the MLS, the World Cup. Oh yeah, the MLS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. did hear uh, Lionel Messi might be joining the MLS. Yeah, holy shit, we're getting some players. I'm saying he's a good point guard. Who gives the uh, fuck about soccer? Right. Look, um, subscribe to the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to the MLS Gambling Podcast. And don't forget the Road to the Grey Cup still going on. Subscribe to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Just get the SGPN app. Get access to all of our all of our stuff. It's absolutely fantastic. And come talk college football with us. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right. Until next week, folks. This is the college football experience. Week eleven preview and picks. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.